Meseches Rosh Hashanah, Perek Beis, Mishnah Aleph. Im Einon Makirin so. If the Beis Din uh, does not know or does not recognize him. This is a scenario where the Beis Din is faced with an aide, with a witness, uh, to testify regarding seeing the new moon and be Mekadesh the Chodesh. And yet the Beis Din is unfamiliar with the identity of this particular aide. So they don't know whether or not he's a trustworthy aide. So let's say this were to come to fruition in a smaller community in front of a smaller local based in, and they're trying to decide how to handle sending this individual uh, to the larger based in in Yerushalayim that would declare the Rosh Chodesh. So what would they do? They would send another pair of witnesses to be made to testify with regards to the integrity of the aid himself. Even though these other pair of witnesses did not witness the new moon themselves, they can vouch for the believability of the aid for the larger Bezdin. There is a machlokas between the Yushalmi and the Bavli uh, with respect to whether or not we require one, one witness to corroborate the integrity of the aid that saw the Levana, or whether or not we require two. It seems that the Yerushalmi is of the opinion that we only require one. The Halacha, of course, follows the Talmud Bavli that requires two Edim. And the point of the Mishnah, says the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah, is that these witnesses were as well permitted to be Mechal Shabbos uh, in order to reach Yerushalayim and vouch for the integrity of the Eid who in fact saw the new moon, and as a result, allow Bezin to declare the new uh, the new molad. The next part of Mishnah Aleph uh, really discusses a transition that occurred in terms of the standards of what was required to accept the integrity of a particular individual in order to testify with regards to Kiddush HaChodesh. Uh, the calendar itself became a great flashpoint uh, between various sects of Jews uh, all of whom were vying for uh, the one to be considered the authentic uh, Jew in the times of the Bayesheni. And one of those groups, the Baisusim, uh, believed in a literal interpretation of the Torah. And there are different uh, approaches and opinions uh, ex- exactly to the identity of these particular people. But they believed in a very literal interpretation of the Torah. And one of the primary examples to how that literal interpretation affected uh, the community was in the interpretation of the phrase Mimacharas HaShabbos, the notion that the Omer has to be brought Mimacharas HaShabbos on the day after what's called Shabbos. And the Gemara tells us that Shabbos refers to the first day of Pesach, that Mimacharas HaShabbos, that this is brought on the second day of Pesach. And that Shabbos here really refers to the Yom Tov. The Baisusim rejected this interpretation, and they believed that the Omer had to be brought on the first Sunday after the beginning of Pesach, literally after Shabbos, Mimachras HaShabbos. And the conflict in how to interpret when the uh, Karbana Omer would be brought would manifest itself in a conflict in determining when the day of Shavuos would be celebrated. So the Gemara tells us that there was an incident where the Baisusim tried to deceive the Bezdin in exploiting a particular calendarical uh, occurrence where the 30th day of Adar was a Shabbos and the new moon had not been sighted. So the Baisusim uh, engaged Adim to testify that they had seen it. And that would make Shabbos day Rosh Chodesh Nisan and then 
um, the 16th of Nisan, the day when they would bring the Omer, would fall out on a Sunday, and so would Shavuos, and that would, uh, to some extent, corroborate their approach to how to deal with the calendar. It was discovered, and ultimately uh, the plan did not work. However, as a result of that plan, Chazal instituted a number of safeguards uh, to ensure that they would not be deceived again. And that's what the Mishnah proceeds to tell us. Originally, they would accept Eidos HaChodesh from anyone, even if they did not know who they were, as long as they were kosher Eidos. When these heretics uh, tried to do harm to the calendar, so then they decided, that it's not enough to just be kosher Eidos, but rather we would require somebody who is a makirim, somebody who uh, we know, somebody who uh, is known to us, and so therefore uh, we could vouch for their identity and their integrity uh, independently. Says Mishnah Beis, Barishona Hayumasim Masuos, that in the beginning, when Beisdin accepted Eidos on the 30th day of the month, so what would they do? How would they communicate this to the rest of the Kihila. So they would light torches on the tops of mountains, as we're going to learn about in a, in a couple of Mishnahis later, uh, to notify people that the previous month was Chaser, that it only could take 29 days, and that the new month uh, is beginning on the 30th day. But Mishakil Kalua Kusim, when these individuals, when the Kusim uh, would light torches on the night of the 31st to sort of uh, essentially... Um, prevent Beisdin from communicating uh, the proper time of when Rosh Chodesh would fall out, so then they decided that this system of lighting fires was problematic, and so therefore they made a takana that shluchim, that messengers would go out and notify communities directly, and therefore it would not be possible to mislead communities uh, that were not immediately in the vicinity of Yerushalayim as to when the proper day for Rosh Chodesh is.